Cats podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats podcast. I'm your host, Stacey LeBaron. I've been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats. I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. Today, we're speaking with Christina Ha. Christina is the co-founder and head pastry chef at the popular patisserie Macaron Parlor. A graduate of the Institute of Culinary Program, Pastry and Baking Program, and the Culinary Management Program, Christina combined her passion for baking and her adoration for cats as co-founder of New York's first cat cafe, Meow Parlor. Christina is the president of the partner rescue group, Meow Parlor Cats, Inc. She's the creator behind the feline advocacy event, Jackson Galaxy's Cat Camp. Christina, welcome to the show. Hi, so excited to be here. So uh, many of you might recognize her name. Christina was on our show about a year ago. She's episode number 144. This is actually episode 245, if you can believe it. And if you want to check out her first episode with us, find out how she got started in rescue and everything, you can go to communitycatspodcast.com, go in the search bar and just put in her name, Christina Ha or number 144, and you can hear all about Christina's story. But today we're going to focus on Jackson Galaxy's Cat Camp. This is the second one that has happened. She had the first one about a year ago. Christina, can you tell us a little bit about Cat Camp and what's going on in New York? So last year we had our first Cat Camp, which was amazing. Uh, We had about 2,500 people come from basically all over the country and surprisingly uh, eight other countries. We had a lot of fun. It was educational. It was advocacy. It was shopping. It was adoption. So this year, we partnered up with Jackson Galaxy. He basically loved the event so much that he wanted to expand it even further and make it an even larger event. So this year, we're moving into a much larger venue. It spans two floors. It's centrally located across the street from Madison Square Garden. Our ground floor is going to have the adoption area in it, and that's going to be free and available to the public. Thank you to the Petco Foundation for making that happen. And on the second floor, it's going to be all of the the talking, the shopping, all the breakout events. Um, We're having a lot of speakers come in this year. We're going to go a little bit more in depth, and we're super excited about it. Great. Is there? Can you share with us a sampling of, of some of the speakers? Yes. Obviously, Jackson Galaxy is going to be there. He kind of has to be. (laughs) Uh, We're also bringing back Hannah Shaw, who's known as Kitten Lady. Uh, We are bringing in people who practice TNR, like Sterling Davis from down in Atlanta. Uh, We have Jennifer Leon from Big Cats Rescue, which is kind of amazing, you know, being able to tie in the fact that we have the house cats at home. And also, you know, there's things going on where people are trying to taken lions to be their personal pets. So we're we're covering a lot of ground this time around. And when is Cat Camp? May 5th and 6th. And does it cost a lot of money or is this a somewhat affordable event? I know it's New York City, so saying affordable in New York City in the same sentence might be a bit bit odd. In terms of coming to attend, it's uh, $25 to go to the general event, which includes the shopping and all of the breakout events. 
we have a lot of really good breakout events that include topics like, you know, ask the vet, topics about, let's see, about reducing stress in, in your household for your cats and all those sorts of things. And then we have another tier, which is for the presentations and the presentations cost $50 per day. That's great. That's very affordable. That's incredibly affordable. So, you know, if, if you are definitely in the New York City area or Connecticut, New Jersey, you know, hop on the train and just come right into the city. And then that's like two coffees, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's well worth it. Well worth it. When you started the idea of, of cat camp and had that idea, what was your sort of objective behind creating the event? So the way that I got started with cats, I'm, I'm not someone who had grown up with, with cats. We actually grew up with a lot of different pets, which didn't include any cats. My first cat kind of walked into my life about five years ago. And basically, you know, I changed my entire life just for him. And he means a lot to me. And we have five of our own cats now. I currently have a mom and her five nursing kittens. So my apartment is currently overrun with 11 cats. You know, then I started Meow Parlor and all those things. And to me, it's kind of like, it was a, a matter of the fact that I just didn't know. You know, I didn't know anything about cats. And he, Mr. Sox, walks into my life and it basically changed everything. And the goal of Cat Camp is kind of to reflect upon that, to kind of think like, on one hand, we can do so much more to to help cats and to help each other if we just know what the the issues are. And the whole point is sort of to educate people on what's going on out there and to kind of identify what are the different ways that you can participate. So, you know, I know people will say like, you know, my work schedule is crazy, so I can't foster that's fine, you know, but you could still serve in some other capacity, such as transporting cats to their new foster homes or donating to a group that has foster homes. And the basic goal is just to educate people so that they know how they can help and what they can do for the maximum impact as an individual. And also to connect with the community as a whole to get to know each other and get to know, you know, how can they help each other so that we could do more for cats. Right. And one thing that I see happening, and and it seems like you're sort of profiling many of these folks that you said it's, you know, being able to help as an individual. So you don't have to, you can be very impactful while not necessarily affiliated with any organization. You can still do an awful lot of work in helping community cats and not feel like, oh, if I have three cats in my backyard, I can't do anything unless I contact these organizations or whatever. I think that one thing that seems to be changing out there is that individuals are believing that they can make a difference. And profiling people like Hannah Shaw, Sterling Davis, even Jackson Galaxy, we're all working together and collaborating, but yet we all are respecting our own individual paths. Absolutely. I think that's one of the sort of exciting things about there, especially with all the social media going on and the ability to connect to each other all over the country. You know, we're all able to make a difference and we're all able to do things. And I think, you know, for me going into it, I remember being, you know, terrified and scared and not really sure what to do or how, how to actually help. And I actually took my TNR class on the internet. 
And I, I remember afterwards sitting down with my husband and being like, so when we see a cat with a notched ear, this is what's happening. Cause we had a couple of cats like that near our apartment. So it's kind of amazing that the tools are all there and that we can help each other in different ways. Like I know when I had a foster kitten that wasn't doing so well, I reached out to Hannah and she kind of walked me through basically all of the steps I need to do. And, you know, she's alive and well today. And to be able to talk to, you know, someone like Sterling, who's down in Atlanta and being like, what's going on in Sterling. And, you know, we're not competing against each other. We're all supporting each other by doing what we're doing as individuals, wherever we are. Yeah. And some of the interesting things I spoke with Sterling Davis uh, as an interview just a couple of months ago, and uh, he's just got so much energy and passion and, and excitement. And I also interviewed um, Hayden Hilton from Java Cats down in Atlanta also. So it seems like there's a lot cooking down there, so to speak. Yeah. Which is fantastic. I think it's it's great to see sort of hubs of TNR excitement developing around the country and a lot of energy and and a lot of youth coming from me who's been in the business since <laughs> the mid-90s. It's nice to see new faces, new people uh, out here trying to make a difference in the lives of community cats. And so that's that's great news uh, from my my side of things. So over the last year, we, you know, since we last spoke, have things changed at all for you in terms of the state of the community cat in New York? How are things going for cats in New York in general? I think that one of the things that I learned in the past year, which, which made me incredibly excited, is that our local animal shelter, which is called New York Animal Care Centers, basically, we reached 93% live release in New York. And it's, it's incredible, you know, and I was speaking to someone there and she was like, you know, we were 60%, like just a couple of years ago. And it kind of means a lot to me to know that, that there are changes going on that something like that is happening, like to talk to them and realize that they do have a community cat program. If they have a cat that comes in, that's, you know, not suitable for adoption. If they can find out the zip code where they came from, they can reach out to someone who maintains colonies in that area and ask them, do you know who this cat is? Do you know where this cat belongs? And to place them back where they came from. Stuff like that is, is huge. It makes such a big difference because, you know, some cats aren't meant for adoption, but it also doesn't mean that they should be going to shelters and either, you know, being euthanized or, or kind of being put in a place that kind of makes them very uncomfortable because they just, they just want to go home and home for them is outside or it's cared for in someone's yard. It's something like that. And I think that being more aware of that has been very, very exciting for me, you know, and I love talking to people all the time about that. I know at Meow Parlor, we started our own rescue group earlier this year. And so we handle all of our adoptions in house now. And we are pulling cats from the animal care centers because we really, really want to contribute to that high live release rate. We want to see if we could get it even higher. Celebrating the welfare of all cats. The International Cat Association is the world's largest genetic registry of pedigreed cats and the number one registry for non-pedigreed cats and kittens known as household pets. Whether you adopt or shop, the International Cat Association is the one-stop shop for all cat lovers. 
The International Cat Association is more than 6,000 members in 104 different countries who all speak the language of cat lover by helping make an impact on the health and welfare of all cats. Members serve to educate and foster responsible spay-neuter awareness in local communities and are active volunteers at local animal shelters and outreach programs for schools and or senior and disabled citizens. The International Cat Association members also take active roles in numerous citizen advisory groups to foster responsible legislation regarding the health and welfare of cats. To learn more about the International Cat Association, go to www.tica.org. Do you struggle with self-care and taking time for yourself? Recharge and reconnect with your passion at the Rescue Me Retreat, a four-day, three-night getaway for animal caregivers, volunteers, and activists that focuses on managing compassion fatigue and burnout. During the retreat, you'll be surrounded by a small group of people that share your passion for helping animals. You'll be given a safe space to talk about some of the struggles that are inherent in animal welfare work, plus the opportunity to slow down, relax, and have fun. The Rescue Me Retreat will be held from June 29th through July 2nd on beautiful Lake Michigan and includes healthy meals, nature hikes, massage, group activities, and discussions, one-on-one sessions with compassion fatigue therapist Jennifer Blau, access to the beach and water activities, yoga, and more. Learn more at thecompassionfatiguepodcast.com slash rescue-me-retreat and get $100 off if you register before April 1st. You spend so much time taking care of others. You deserve this. With Meow Parlor, so you have two separate organizations, the rescue group, and then you have the cafe part, and it is two separate entities. I've talked to a couple of different people who have run um, cat cafes and they found actual, the running of two businesses very challenging. Do you feel that? It's actually three businesses for us. <laughs> the, the cafe portion is Macaron Parlor and that's my bakery and that's that's where I started. Uh, the cat space is Meow Parlor and then the rescue group is Meow Parlor Cats. Just the paperwork alone is a lot uh, paperwork is one of, it's like my arch nemesis. It's, it's, it's very overwhelming at times. And basically I have to spend all this time like psyching myself up and like, if you finish this paperwork, you know, you can do this, you can have an apple and you can whatever. Like I, I, that part is, is actually very challenging. But on the other hand, we wanted to take the the process in house in terms of doing the adoptions ourselves, and we're finding that it's it's been actually sort of easier in some way or another because um, doing it in house, we have a better grasp of like when a cat's leaving, when a cat's coming. Uh, we have a better idea of where they're going to, and we're able to communicate a little bit more directly with the people about how the cats kind of transitioned in our space, so that they're aware of how the cat might transition in a home. I think in a lot of ways that even though I'm currently drowning in paperwork, that aspect, the rewarding aspect is so much greater that it's actually not that bad in the grand scheme of things. I think we're having a pretty good time. And, you know, my staff now is tighter and closer than they ever were before. And I think that's that's been a real plus for us. I mean, the trend of cat cafes in development is really quite huge. And I'm sure there's quite a few people with lots of questions about cat cafes. If they're thinking about starting one, would you have any tips for those folks? 
Yeah, we have basically a lot of tips. For the most part, I would start with, you know, if you don't have, if you're not very strong with business, probably don't do it until you find someone to partner with who is that, you know, the, the business aspect of it is really challenging because I know a lot of people go into these sorts of things because they have a big heart. And obviously that's, that's very beautiful. But having a big heart doesn't pay the bills. Number one, I would say definitely look into your numbers and look into all of those things before you, before you get involved. Um, number two, spend money on designing your space for sure. Cause you do want to have sort of hiding spots for cats and things like that. You don't want it just to be all cat towers and shelves. You want to make sure that there's a way for them to kind of transition to space into the space, uh, in a way that's a little bit more natural. And, you know, also don't blow all of your money on your build out. I think that's sort of the, one of the most interesting things is that we spend a lot of money on our build out, but compared to, you know, opening my bakeries, for example, it was like dirt cheap in comparison, but, and it's because we knew that we're making our money back in very small increments. So we wanted to make sure that that we had a system in place that we could be sustainable over the long term. We wanted to be around for years. We didn't want it to be like, oh, and we were around for two and a half months and this was awesome, but now we're done. So I want to cycle back to talk a little bit more about Cat Camp. You had mentioned shopping. Mm-hmm. What kind of items are available for people to purchase at Cat Camp? We're super excited uh, this time around. I think last time I checked, we had 60 something vendors that were coming. Uh, we have obviously everything is cat focused. So it's not like you're going to come and find toys for a dog. There's lots of cat ears. There are cat supplements. We have, we have actually a lot of organizations that are coming as well, setting up tables so that they could just kind of talk directly to consumers. Just basically everything that you could think of that's like either for your cat or for you to show off that you have a cat we'll have that there. And you said there would be opportunities for adoption. Is there a specific goal for like numbers of adoption or, you know, numbers of organizations represented? Absolutely. One of the things I I came to realize, especially in a city like New York, where there are actually hundreds of different rescue groups, is that, you know, what often happens with events like these is that the easiest thing to do is to partner with your local largest largest group, which is sometimes like the humane society or whatnot, whatever is closest and easiest is, is the easiest logistically. And we decided we were going to take the hardest route possible. And we're, we're going to be inviting a number of smaller groups to attend. Um, cause a lot of them are foster based. They don't have a space to showcase their cats. And also I'm sure you know from your experience that there are cats out there who really, really need that extra boost. Last year, we had one of the requirements for participation was that 50% of the cats that came from any particular group had to be either senior or special needs. And special needs covered FIV status. It covered cats with you know no eyes or they're missing a leg or... Um, you know, even cats who were like extra, extra, extra shy, we considered those special needs as well. And so we had 10 groups that came and 50% of the cats that they brought were special needs. And I knew that 
we had made an impact because I got, you know, the kindest email from one of the groups afterwards. And she said that, you know, she didn't think that people would come and adopt. It's a first time event. Like why would anyone come to a first time event to adopt? And so she had a pep talk with her team and was like, we're just going to be supportive. We're not going like, because we expect on anything happening, especially with, you know, our old and senior cats uh, with special needs. And so she wrote back and she said she brought 17 cats, 16 of them got adopted. And the last one was very upset at the event, but he got a foster home. So she said, basically, you know, people came primed to adopt and people came and, you know, I think they heard a lot of the messaging that was going on. They saw the, the cat like low bub and they thought, you know, why, why not give it a try? You know, I might not be able to go outside and start doing TNR tomorrow, but I can change the life of this animal today. And to me, that was, that was amazing. And it was huge. And I'm, I really, really want to kind of continue on that success this time around. I think we're going to bring in maybe a couple more groups than we did last year and obviously more cats, but we still really want to focus on these harder to adopt animals. That's excellent. So in terms of the people who are coming to cat camp aren't necessarily the folks that already have a lot of cats in their houses and already fostering a lot of cats, there's a lot of sort of new faces coming in too. So it's sort of a very open door attitude, which is anybody, anybody who cares about cats really can come in. Yes, absolutely. And we sort of priced it that way too, because I know, you know, there's for me a certain fear, you know, I'm, I'm so new to this. There's a fear for me personally to be like, well, if I go to, you know, the conventions that are meant for industry professionals, will I understand what's going on? Will I know what's happening? Will I be overwhelmed? And and also, they're very expensive for me to have those sorts of questions. So to have an event that's really, really designed for sort of entry level to you know mid beginner level uh, advocates is sort of you know our goal is to kind of ease people into this idea to be like, hey, you love cats. Maybe you have one cat now. Maybe you actually want a second cat, or maybe you know, you can't have a cat because of X, Y, or Z, but can you still get involved in some way? And so the whole idea is really just to, just to put all the information out there so that people can, can learn how to make decisions. So it is, we absolutely do have people who are, you know, seasoned rescuers and seasoned people within the community. And they're the ones that are actually connecting with this new generation of people and kind of guiding them into this future. So, Christina, if folks are interested in buying tickets or finding out more about a cat camp, how would they do that? You can go onto our website, which is catcampnyc.com. And is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? I am so incredibly excited for cat camp this year, and I really, really hope I can see all of you guys there. Excellent. Excellent. And I th- I'm hopeful that we'll have uh, someone from the Community Cats podcast there covering it too. So it's uh, it's going to be the place to be. And the date again is? May 5th and 6th. Excellent. Excellent. So everybody sign right up right now, go online, check it out, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at Cat Camp. And Christina, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. And hopefully we'll have you on again next year before Cat Camp number three. Awesome. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you for listening to the Community Cats podcast. I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and leave a review of the show. It will help spread the word to help more community cats. 